Good morning, my brothers and sisters in the faith, and good morning to all those in the world that are not of the faith of Christ. So, in the past, I have mentioned um, about the things that God has revealed to me in the Spirit regarding this country, the UK, and America, the West, the West in general. Um, and what I'm going to share on here, once again, is things that He has shared with me, and things that basically what the Bible talks about. Now. The UK is talking about a possible uh, mandatory conscription for the military. Um, will that come into pass? It'll have to, because the British people have got no interest in it whatsoever. Because the British people have got everything, as in uh, materialistic things. They've got all the, all, they've got everything they need. So if you're a third world country, it's people that have anything. They have enough just to eat and they have a shelf roof over the head. Where in this country, everyone can pretty much own a car. They have fancy DTVs, fancy clothes mobile devices people are rich in consider in, in in comparison with people in the third world so how are you going to force people to walk into that conscription well i guarantee you this the government will force you they won't put people in prison because the prisons aren't big enough um like they did during the second world war if you didn't conscript to the um the government and walk into the army you get put in prison. Uh, Muhammad Ali was a famous boxer. He refused to go to Vietnam. Um, they put him in prison for two years. So they can't do that because there's not enough room and there's not enough prisons to put people in. So what they'll do is they'll come after you financially. They'll come after you by taking uh, hefty, giving you hefty fines that are unlimited. Um, you know, taking your property off of you uh, because most people's property is on credit. So if it doesn't belong to you, it belongs to the bank. Therefore, the banks are run by corporations. And right now, all this is kicking off because of the corporations in this world. The corrupt government that is in the UK is beyond corrupt. Right now, if they came back to me and said, Steve, do you want to go back to the Royal Marines? Do you want to get your rank back? Do you want to, here's a massive 20, 30,000 pound bounty? No, thank you. I would watch Russia come down that channel and take over this nation because there's a lot of perks to Russia taking over. You know, there was a guy on TV who was an ex-US Marine. He was in the Iraq war and he came back. His government didn't care about him at the time. Um, he suffered massive with PTSD. He's on YouTube. And he basically said, right, I'm going to go to Russia. Now, everyone said, don't go there because they're poor, they're wicked, they're this, they're that. Well, I guarantee you this, they're more of a Christian nation than America will ever be moving forward, right? They still hold on to Christian values. Vladimir Putin, yes, is a very corrupt individual, right? But who isn't in this world? Every politician in Europe are the most corrupt people at this point in this time in history. The UK government is so wicked and so corrupt. Where do I start? Right? Every time there's a scandal, nothing happens. Every time a politician commits a crime, nothing happens. Me and you commit a crime, and if you're a Christian, you won't, but people make mistakes, right? You get provoked before a judge, you go to prison for 10 years. Depending on what it is. But the point I'm trying to make is the government, the people, the so-called people at the top that are supposed to be responsible are so corrupt and evil, right? They get away with everything. And this potential war coming up with Russia has got nothing to do with fighting for freedom like Nazi Europe at, during the time of the Second World War. This is all to do with the globalist elites in the world, with the World Economic Forum, that want to control the East. Now, you've got to understand something, and the Lord has shown me this. I had a vision about three years ago, two, three years ago, I had a vision, right, of what's going to happen between the West and the East. Now, if... People don't talk about this. In the 1980s, there was an agreement signed between the West and the East that NATO is not to push any further forward through the Baltic states, right? And Russia is not allowed to have nuclear weapons on the borders and so on. So what's, the Europe, what's NATO been doing? Breaking that treaty. Ever since the 80s, late 80s, they've pushed that boundary all the way up to his borders by having all these 
ex-Baltic countries join NATO. They literally surrounded Russia now with all these weapons and all this material military from Europe, right? And you don't expect a, um, a reaction from Russia. Now, Putin's made it very clear, I can wipe out the world in one button, right? And he has, he is that type of person that would do that because he will do, what I love about the guy is he doesn't take rubbish from anyone, okay? I don't want to know about his religious stance. I'm not interested in religion because Christianity is not religion. But when you look at a nation that holds on to Christian values, right, he's against LGBTQ. Why? Because it doesn't produce a nation. It, you don't pervert children with that filth, do you? I mean, it's... There was another guy on TV who was a homosexual, and the Bible makes it very clear that it condemns homosexuality. And I can pull out tons of scriptures about that. The point is, he was saying that, I know gay people that want nothing to do with the LGBTQ movement. Why? Because it paints them in a bad light. Why? You know, this guy was saying that, if you're gay, go behind closed doors and get on with it. Don't shove it in my face. And that's what they were saying all the way up to the last 10 years. Why are you shoving it in our faces? And you wonder why people are getting angry towards you. Right. Well, that won't happen in Russia. That won't happen in Belarus. That won't happen in Iran. That won't happen in China. These countries will not tolerate that filth whatsoever. Even though they know it goes on, you do that in public, game over. You are in serious trouble. In the UK, we're tolerant. No, we're not tolerant. We're weak. The UK is weak. America is weak. All Western countries are weak. And look at the evil that has taken over. Look at the 1950s. If you stole a loaf of bread, you get 10 years in prison. You steal a loaf of bread now with clothes, they just let you get away with it. That's how fallen we are as a nation. It's completely hypocritical. Drug gangs running everywhere. Children being groomed by groom gangs in Bradford. All this was stuck under the carpet because the police were involved in it. The government were involved in it. This is all part of God's judgment because he took his hand off this nation in the 1940s because of what the UK government did against the Jews. You can look this up yourself. They were promised Israel back, their, the inherited land. There was a historian, a woman, who was talking about the truth about Palestine and Israel. Palestinians didn't even exist in that part of the world, right? And she was making it very clear that it's complete lie, and the Jews have tried working with the Palestinians, left, right, and centre, but Palestine, being Muslim-led, want to destroy all the Jews and take all the land, right? Now they wonder why every single country around Palestine, Jordan, Iran, um, Egypt, none of them want to help them. Why is that? Because all they do is cause trouble. And then Muslim-led again. Every Muslim country in the world is in turmoil, is poor. You think if Allah was real, it blesses um, abiding, loving nations, wouldn't he? No, because Allah is Satan. Sorry to tell you that, but the Bible does tell you that. And I can go into full detail about that, but I'm not going to do that here because that's not what I'm on here for. What I want to share with you is what the Lord has shown me about this country, the UK, my country. I have to stand back and watch this happen because of judgment that he's brought upon it. I said before, the Lord has told me that he will turn this country inside out, upside down. What is normal will be abnormal and what's abnormal is normal, right? So you go about 30, 40 years ago, you dress up as a drag queen, you get attacked in the street. It was totally unacceptable. Now it's perfectly acceptable, right? Telling children they can be what any sex they want to be at the age of 10, which Valdemar Putin said is child abuse, totally evil yeah but it's all covered up in the west oh don't worry about it it's fine it's not our problem you see what the pandemic did was one of many things and one of it was about conformity 
the pandemic was all engineered. Now, I was told something the other day that was very interesting. Very interesting. This guy knows a lot about economics and he knows a lot about things that are going on in the world. You can tell he's got intelligence. Unlike the people who live on my street with zero intelligence, um, he had lots of intelligence. And he said, just before the pandemic, two weeks before the pandemic hit, every country in the world produced 20% more money than what they would normally produce. Now, why would they do that? Only if they knew something was going to happen. It's all part of the Great Reset. I'm sure you've heard about this, right? I'm not really interested in what goes on in the world. What I want to point out is this, right? One thing the pandemic did about many things is make people selfish, make people conform. People have changed massively since that pandemic. And this guy in America, I can't remember his name, he's a doctor. He said the world is under mass hypnosis. You don't realise what's going on around you. As soon as the government says jump, you jump. So the government says, bow down, you bow down. Not all of us. There's a very small minority of people out there in the UK, in America, in the West that will not bow down to the tyranny system. And they will stand by God. And there's others that will not stand by God because they don't believe in God, but they will stand on their own two feet. And God wants them. He doesn't want the ones bowing over to Satan in the system. Absolutely not. There's a story of this in the book of Daniel when um, the king uh, Nebuchadnezzar, I think it is, built a statue and only three men out of millions three men stood against him and said no we will not bow down to your god and he went to throw them in the fiery furnace and god delivered them out and then he bowed down to their god because he realized that their god was real and you christians will know that story in the book of daniel i'm not going to the scriptures i don't need to the point I want to make is how many people took the vaccine how many people ran and queued up for that vaccine it's disgusting and them types of people, God's not interested in. Because they're the ones that will bow down to Satan. They're the ones that will take the mark. There are Christians that will bow down to Satan and take the mark. They're finished. Game over. Read Revelations 14 verse 9. Game over. Those who took the um, vaccine, the Lord told me, before this kicked off the um, pandemic, that those who belong to me will not take the vaccine. Now you listen to what the Lord is saying. Those who belong to me won't take it. So if you actually belong to him in the first place, you wouldn't take it because you have complete faith in him. So all the ones that claim to be Christian never had any faith. They don't belong to him. That's the end of it. That's not my judgment. That's his. And I'm not the only person in the world he told that to. You see? So you look at the West as in the whole. Look how evil it's become, right? I meet people on a daily basis and they tell me they're sick of this country. They're sick of the UK. Migrants get priority over its own people. There are soldiers that I serve with. Soldiers in this country get spat on by the government, don't even get accommodation, let alone any food, right? And these migrants are getting four-star hotels, three meals a day, put money in their pocket. Is there something going on here? Yeah, this is part of God's judgment. When he took his hand off this nation, all the pagan gods pulled in. There was no pagan gods in the 1940s in this country. There was no Islam and Buddhism. There was no Hinduism. This country was Christian. And it got take, the hand got taken off because people preferred evil over good. The British government didn't want Christianity anymore. They wanted to do business with Muslims and betray the Jews. And look what God did. And look what he's doing right now. Islam will take over this country. The Lord has told me this. Mark my words, I'll be dead and gone within a few years. Right? And after this podcast is listened to, you're going to say to yourself, wow, that guy was right. Yeah, because I was told by him the most high. Within 10 years, the UK will be an Islamic state. That was a year and a half ago, the Lord told me that. So about eight years from now, the UK will be an Islamic state. You say it won't be. Listen, look how fast this country's changing right now. Look how fast the police in London have changed. 
They're against the nationalist people that love their country. And they're pro-Palestinians. People, by the way, that have never been to Palestine. That's what makes you laugh. Half of these morons that are protesting for Palestine have never been to Palestine. And do you know what happens to people in Palestine that are gay? Do you know what happens to people that are LGBTQ rights in Palestine? Do you know what happens to transgenders in Palestine? They chop your head off or throw you off a building. So if you homosexuals out there like free Palestine, I think you should really think about what you're talking about because most of you don't know what you're talking about. You just talk. You don't even realise what's going on. They will kill you in um, Palestine, murder you, chop your head off for being a homosexual, bisexual, transgender. They will kill you. In some countries, they burn you. In this country, you're, it's tolerated. Not because we're Christian, because the Christian Bible makes it very clear that's an abomination to God and nothing's ever changed from the Old Testament to the New. But because this country is what well, it is politically correct and political and it's got freedom and all that rubbish, right, that comes with the chaos, right, this is why you're tolerated. This is the reality, right? Do you think LGBTQ rights are permitted in Russia? No, they're not. They've been outlawed, Right? So if that Russia came over and took over this country, a lot of great things are going to happen, right? And I'm going to mention a few things now that I've got written down before, right? So this is the West and how corrupt it is. These are all the things that are wrong with the UK, America, and Europe. No values. There's no values anymore, right? All of our values came from a Christian background. They don't exist anymore. People are hypocrites. They, they contradict themselves all the time. Their values are flawed. One thing I am going to say about the Muslims, the Muslims will bring order to chaos through their pagan religion. There's one thing I like about the Muslims, right? If you look at the Muslim faith versus the Jewish faith, they're very similar, right? Because the Muslims basically copy the Bible and copy the Jews, etc., etc. But what they're going to do is bring order to chaos through their own chaos. And all the LGBTQ, all these people that are completely against God and all for evil, right? Guess what's happened to you? Game over. You think Russia's bad. These Muslims will turn on you, right? It's as simple as that. No principles. There are no principles in Europe anymore. In the UK, finished. The word principle doesn't exist. I mean, my, where I live on my street, the people on the street are a perfect example of that. They're complete and utter hypocrites. They're, I don't want to get into that. What I want to get is this world, there's no principles anymore. It doesn't exist. People will say, I've got principles. Oh yeah, really? Really? There's someone I met who was a woman who was molested by a paedophile when she was younger, right? Molested by a paedophile, okay? And the parents knew about it and they turned a blind eye to it for money. All right, And as they, she gets older, they just try and forget about it. And then they condemn a paedophile for what they've done, even though they handed their own child over to a paedophile. There's no principles anymore. This is what people are like in this country now. The UK is a total disgrace. And you've got military veterans that are in their 50s and 60s that are spitting on this country now because of what the government has done. But honestly, a paedophile in the UK gets, what, six years in prison? A red carpet, change of name. I've said before what happens to a paedophile in Russia. You are sent to what they, what they used to call gulag. They are sent you to a concentration camp in Siberia. You are forgotten. They tattoo a number on your forehead. You are scum. You are worked to death until you die and thrown in the hole. And the good thing is about that is that if these people repent, God will forgive them. God will forgive anyone of their sin if they repent because behind every wicked act on this earth, well, God, there it is, compulsive lying, murder, pedophilia, raping, whatever it is, 
right? God will forgive because behind that temptation is Satan. Don't get me wrong, I don't know how anyone in the world can even entertain up touching a child or touching a woman. It's unacceptable. And you have no rights. When you cross that line, and convicts in prison will tell you this, there was a story about a guy from Middlesbrough who found out there was a pedo, a nonce on his ring. He beat him and killed the guy. I totally accepted that. Do you know why? That's me coming from a Christian preacher. Why is that? Because you do not cross that line. If you think that torment on earth, earth is bad, you wait till you meet my Lord. That is beyond acceptable. Anyway, and God is going to do all of it. I mark my words. Oh, by the way, the UK embraces pedos. Yeah, if you talk about it and you talk against them, you get arrested, right? And uh, when they come out of prison, they get a new name, new accommodation. They're protected. No, they don't deserve protection. They voided that when they touch a job. But of course, I can't say that because I'm, uh, we're in a politically correct society. Wrong person. I'll say what's on my mind. Next one, crime is in charge. Drug gangs rule London. There are drug gangs, there was a big list of them from the Met Police, and not Met Police, Scotland Yard, and this guy was saying, there's all the names, these people run London, right? The police run nothing. That is not a country that's in order. That's a country that's in disorder. These people should be completely and utterly locked up forever. And that's what Trump said he'll do if he gets back into power. Every drug dealer goes onto death row. Will it change anything? It won't because it's too far gone. Police have no authority along the 1950s. In 1950s, if you if you spoke to a police officer in a bad way, they'd smack you around the back of the head, right? You stole a loaf of bread, that was 10 years. Look at the society now. I was watching a video yesterday of a van being robbed by a bunch of youths, literally being robbed while the police were obviously were doing something. This wouldn't happen. Do you know why? The police were feared. In the book of Romans 13... It says about respecting the authorities. Read Romans 13, respecting the authorities. Hang on, two seconds. Right, the Lord has just told me to tell you, Daniel 3, verses 16 to 30, talks about them three men I was talking about when they stood against a king and they wouldn't bow down to his false pagan god worship and then he went and threw them in the furnace and God rescued them. Daniel 3, verses 16 to 30, the Lord has told me to give you that. So, what I was talking about just before. Um, in the book of Romans 13, it talks about respecting the authorities. People don't respect the authorities anymore. There's no fear anymore. And it says in Romans 13, it says in Romans quite 13, quite clear, if you are breaking the law, you should be in fear, right? But if you're not breaking the law, what are you worried about? So basically, you've got all these cameras around city centres watching you. People go on about it all the time. So what? I don't care. I'm not doing anything wrong. Watch me left, right and centre. I don't care. But if you're committing crime, you should be watched and you should be in fear and you should be scared. This is what the book of Romans says. You can't argue with it. Read it. Romans 13 in the New Testament. You cannot argue. I'm not going to tell you the verse. Just read it and you will find out what I'm talking about. You won't argue. Anyone who's got principles and values in their head, they'll look at that and go, yeah, I agree with that. If you're completely against the Lord and against the law of the land, then you won't agree with it, will you? But that's... God doesn't care about your opinion. That's the end of it. So, please have no authority in the 1950s. Soft laws, pedophiles get protected. They don't, they don't have any rights. The moment you step across that line with there, your rights are, your rights, rights are wiped clean. Sorry, wiped off the face of the earth. You don't have any rights anymore. Game over. In Russia, Belarus, all these countries, you touch a child, game over for you, pal. Tattoos, number stamped on your head, you're in a gulag, you're finished. Simple as that. Or should I say a prison concentration camp? 
Um, yeah. Corrupt politicians, the UK, the government is corrupt. The corrupt politicians, look at Rashi, look at Boris Johnson during the pandemic, had a massive party when he's telling everyone to uh, be at home. What did he get? 50 quid fine. Me and you have got £2,000 fine. That's how corrupt the government is. It's even more corrupt than that. The Lord has shown me the cancer is so deep in the British government. Steve, that's what the Lord said to me. It cannot be fixed. No matter what any of you try doing, all these people out there that love their country, like this guy, Tommy Robinson. Yes, I don't want to get into his background. The point is he loves his nation. Right, but if I met him, I'd tell him it's finished. The UK is finished. It's now overtaken by foreigners. Why? Because we're not a Christian nation anymore. It's done. What would my advice be to him? Repent of your sin and give your life to Christ and get out of this country. Because I'll tell you this right now: the Muslims are taking over. Um, the corrupt government, you know, like I said, Rashi and all them lot, who's a, a unelected prime minister. That in itself shows you how corrupt it is. The mayor of London is just a prime example of how corrupt London is. This wouldn't have happened 30 years ago. But once again, this whole country is gone. It's finished. Pagan gods, Islam, Buddhism is taken over, right? None of these gods bring any hope or glory to anyone. All the Buddhism countries, all the Hindu countries are poor, right? Islam countries are poor. They're not blessed. They're not wealthy. They've got more corruption than any other nation in the world. I couldn't use the example of that. I tried to use a... Uh, uh, so corrupt. Anyway, the point is, they're so corrupt, aren't they? But if you look at all the nations in the world that were once Christian or are still Christian, look how booming they are. There's a massive giveaway. Right? Um, this country betrays its own, especially soldiers. Proactive against migrants, with, with migrants over its own people. Right? That in itself shows you how corrupt the government is. And you want young lads to fight for this nation. When you've got people in this country that are not Christian or not even from this nation, spitting on the local white people, spitting on the history, no matter what colour you are, but spitting on the British people left, right and centre. And you expect young lads to fight for a nation full of people that don't even like them. You see how, can you see how confusing all this is getting now? And this is what the Lord is showing about, about it upside down inside out everything that's normal will be abnormal everything that's abnormal will be normal it's all so confusing it doesn't make any sense and this is what god does to a nation a wicked nation i mentioned softened pedophiles when they should be burned in my opinion right and in many countries you could touch a child game over Right, I don't want to hear your excuses. In Europe, they want to legalize it from a sickness to a sexual fetish. That in itself, when people start thinking like that, that shows you how evil they are. Teaching and polluting innocent kids about changing sex with LGBTQ rights. That in itself tells you how fallen this country, the UK and the West, has got nothing to do with tolerance. You don't touch children. You don't go anywhere near them. You let them grow up and make their own decisions at the age of 18. You don't, you know, when this country just makes me laugh, you, they have these massive adverts on TV about children being groomed at the age of 12 um, in African countries and forced into marriage. Okay, right. So what's going on in this country then? They're taking young kids, putting them in schools, having a drag queen walk in and tell them they can be any sex they want to be. That is worse than what they're doing, making kids marry people in foreign countries, marrying men in foreign countries. What, talk about hypocrites. 
That's how hypocritical the UK's become. How, how hypocritical can you be? you got massive big TV adverts, oh, this poor little girl should be forced into marriage in India and Africa and all these countries, right? But here in the UK, children are being groomed at the ages of 10 up to 14 to be any sex they want to be, to do whatever they want, and to be touched by corrupt politicians, to be touched by corrupt police, touched by all these corruption in the UK. Politicians, police, government officials, people in power are being absolutely perverted. And this big example was the grooming gangs in Bradford. The police and the government were in on that. Was anything done about it? No. All tucked under the carpet and the British people would just turn the blind eye to it. That's how hypocritical you are. That's how disgusting this nation's become. Will that be tolerated in Russia? I'm not saying the Russian government's perfect, but you touch a child or do anything like that and you're in the government police, you are finished. Putin will have you executed. Right. So you say that he's a tyrant, that he's a dictator. Yeah, do you know what? He's brought a nation up from nothing within 30 years, one of the most powerful nations in the world. The British and the Americans have never done that. That's how powerful he is and the people love him and the West hates him for it. Yeah, they want to conquer him because of how powerful he is. They're not going to win. And I've been told that by the Lord. When a war happens between the West and the East, the West is not going to win. They can't win physically, mentally, nothing. Because of how wicked they have become. Um, I mentioned, I said drag queens, Satan dressed up, drooming children. Is it? I saw a picture of a video. There's this guy, I think it was in the UK. He walked into this nursery, which he thought his child was being taught about nursery, an extra time after school. He walked in, there was a man dressed up as a woman, a drag queen, telling these kids, his own son, that he can be any sex he wants to be, and it's okay to have sex with the same sex. He went ballistic. He nearly punched this guy in the head. I think I would have lost my call, completely lost my call. Right? You do not do that to children. That in itself, and it was a cover-up, and all the women are trying to justify, oh, it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's unacceptable. Remember what I said about the UK government being turned inside out, upside down. These people would say on one side it's disgusting, but on the other side turn a blind eye to it. That's how hypocritical people have become in the West, not just in the UK, in the West. I will say there are European countries that are totally against that, right? Um, what countries am I talking about? Hungary is one. Um, Hungary is a big one. Poland. There's other countries in, I can't think of them right now, that are totally against the LGBTQ movement. Am I against the people that are part of that? No, I'm part of the movement. The movement is encouraging Satanism. People who worship the devil. People who are walking with the devil. Polluting little child's minds. Is there something wrong with you upstairs? There is. You follow Satan. You reject the holy living God and what's righteous. And you prefer evil over good. And you're hypocrites. You would condemn a pedophile. But on the other side, you allow children to be taught by a, a drag queen. About it's okay to do this and it's alright to do that. Talk about hypocrites. What's the difference? But this is what's going on with the UK. And this is what I want you all to try and get inside your head. What the Lord has shown me. Right? He is going to turn this country inside out, upside down. What's normal be abnormal. What's abnormal be normal. The Muslims are going to come over and take care of everything. And there's lots of that going on inside there with Islam. Just like the Catholics. Like I say to people. And I met one the other day. He was slater in Christianity. I said, first of all, Christianity is not religious. It's a personal walk with the living God through the living scriptures of the Holy Bible, right? 
Man has come along 2,000 years ago through the Catholic Church, and that's what created religion. There's a Bible in the middle, and religion was created around it. Most Catholics are not Christian, okay? You have to be born again of water and spirit, as Jesus says, as an adult. The baby Christian thing is just not biblical. The Lord has told me, don't condemn that church, because there are people in leadership that are all for the Lord, and also people that are in there that are just being brought up in it. They do love the Lord, and that's the end of it. Right, the same with the Presbyterian Church, which separated from the Catholics. There are people in the hierarchy that are going to answer. Book of James makes that clear about teachers, right? And there are people in there that are following the so-called following the Lord, but they're not. The Lord is going to deal with all these people, and that's what I say to people: don't start judging people. As in, you could say after stuff that's come out of my mouth is a judgment. No, it's an observation of how fallen the UK has become, how fallen the West has become. It's disgusting what I'm seeing now in my nation. People don't love each other. They hate each other. I walk into Costco, a massive big supermarket, right? It's like a wholesaler thing. People think the world has come to an end. You can see on their faces, oh, I must get to the front first. What is wrong with you? And what happens when we go to war? You watch this country within two weeks, this country will implode. People will kill each other. They'll be tearing each other apart because there's no love. There's no capability. Muslims will turn on the local populace. Things are going to get very ugly, very quick. But this is what the globalists want. This is what the so-called elite want. These people live on another planet. What they seem to think, that they're going to bypass heaven, that they're above God? This is just stupid. And that's what they believe. And most of you are believing it. Terrible. So, no accountability to scandals within the governments. No one brought to justice. Again, the pandemic. Boris Johnson, did he go to prison? No, got 50 quid fine. That's how corrupt. There are scandals all over the place. Do they ever get brought to justice? Not once. There was an old series I watched years ago. Many of you probably never heard of it called Sharps Rifles. Right? It was a good series. Very Christian orientated because there's a bit in there where God gets glory and I love it. At the end, there's a guy called Simerson and he's involved in a massive scandal with the British government. Right? And Sharp, who's a, a major at the time, he exposes it. And you see them just covering everything up. They should go to prison. They should lose all their titles, everything. But they don't. The point I want to make is that's the UK government all over. That's the American government all over. No one's ever brought to justice because of corruption. But in the end, every single person in history will answer to my Lord. If you're with him, it's a separate judgment. If you're against him, it's a great white throne judgment. And everything you did in your life is exposed. And God says you're guilty. And you're thrown into like a fire. Game over. No one's getting away with anything. It's great. Um, the last bit. Um, I mentioned about corrupt governments and the corrupt justice system and so on. The woke agenda that's going on in the world right now, the wokeness, you know, uh, people. Another thing about the failed system, the failed police force, you've got these uh, oil protesters around the world, especially in the UK, blocking up traffic, destroy, disturbing daily lives. What does the police do about it? Nothing. When the highway code states a pedestrian cannot be in the middle of a road, right? They cannot obstruct the road. When the pedestrian's crossing the road, yes, people have to give way, but you're crossing, you're not obstructing. But the police don't care. And all right, they haven't got the laws that act and so on and so forth. Excuse, excuse, excuse. But the point is, that's what happens to a fallen nation. Chaos abounds. What you see going on right now is going to get 10 times worse. It's like in the book of Isaiah 3, it talks about when Isaiah threatens the local men in 
Israel about their wickedness, that women and children will take over you. Women and children will rule over you in Isaiah 3. I'm not going to give you the verse. Isaiah 3, read it. And when you listen to that, right, women and children will be in charge of you and be overthrow you. That's a curse, not a blessing. In Genesis in the book of Genesis 2 to Genesis 3, authority was given to the man, not the woman. And there's a reason for that, right? Woman compliments man and helps man. She's made from Adam, made from man, right? But when you start putting women in charge of things around the world, and where, you show me one country in history that's prospered with a woman in charge of it. Not one. I mean, I used to be a big fan of Maggie Thatcher, but when you look at the background of her, she was put in there by God to show the UK you're weak and you're pathetic. Right, and she actually destroyed this UK's economy. The British used to love her. The, sorry, the British armed forces loved her because she used to plummet all the money into the military. Yeah, for the military might. That's how we won the Argentine Falkland Islands, the Falkland Islands near Argentina. That's how we won that back in the eighties because of our military might. But that was literally on a knife's edge by ten minutes. Ten minutes more, we would have lost that. I won't go into that. Look it up yourself. The point I want to make is, I've mentioned here, I wasn't going to say anything, but I've got to say it, right? Women are not to be in charge. Women are not to be leaders. The Bible makes it very clear from the Old Testament to the New, women are not to be leaders in church. They're not to be preachers. They're not to be teachers. And they're not to be evangelists. There's someone I know that says God uses women as evangelists. So I said to him, well, show me in the scriptures where it says that. And he's a teacher. And he says, I can't. So I said, you're adding to the word, aren't you? Revelations 22, verse 18, 19. God warns about those who add and subtract from the word of God. Right? Where does it say in the word of God that a woman could be a teacher, a preacher, an evangelist? It doesn't. If God wants people to be pre preached to in that area, he'll send a man in. He will not use a woman. And then he used the uh, thing about uh, Balaam and donkey in the Old Testament. Yeah, that is one example. That example was a unique event for the particular reason. Don't take scripture out of context. And he didn't like it. And this is a teacher. He couldn't back this up. So he's adding to the word. God will add disease to your life and curse. God will add curses to your life if you add it to his word. If you subtract from his word, he takes your name out of the Lamb's Book of Life. The Book of Life, he'll take your name out. This is serious business. But people in Christianity, if you're really following God, you'll obey the Lord Jesus and you'll follow him in the spirit. If you don't love him and you're not part of him, you'll just do what you want, like most people do. Now, women have fantastic ministries in the Bible. They can be a prophecy. They can worship, serve. So many great things women can do that us men can't do. There are things that women can do that men can't do. We can't bring life into the world, right? But then women will say, well, we bring life and well, so we're better than you. That's from the devil. That's not from God. You're a team. And if you look at Adam and Eve in the beginning, it was teamwork. The man does his roles, the woman does her roles. And when you both complement each other and you both support each other and you both love each other, it works perfectly. But when you get women becoming feminists to take over and run men, there's no born-again Christian sister of mine that's a feminist in the church, right? They are working for the devil. That is the end of it. The problem with the world is, and it's been from the beginning, man doesn't love... Man is not loving the woman as he should, right? And the woman is not loving the man as she should. And it's all chaos. And if you look at one thing about social media, the mobile phone, what's it training people to do? This is what this guy was on about in America, top government official. Said the mobile phone is a brainwashing device. TikTok, Instagram, all these, all these apps are designed to brainwash you. Women are becoming so narcissistic. I mean, I was asked the other day, would you marry a woman in the West, in the UK? Absolutely not. They just haven't got the quality anymore. Up his, upstairs in the head. 
The physical, I'm not really, really bothered about. But upstairs, the amount of women I meet, anywhere you go, me, 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 me. I have expectations. You go to Russia, <laughs> the women are old school. Yeah, they're happy. They're not, they're not controlled by men. That's just what women here would say. But they have Christian values. They know the roles of a woman. And when a man honours the woman and loves the woman, protects the woman like a man should, and given most of the men in the UK are like soy boys now, they don't even have the ability to honour and love a woman anymore. They expect the woman to do everything. I understand that. This is the bit, we're going back to what I said about the Lord turning everything inside out, upside down. Right? What's normal will be abnormal. What's abnormal will be normal. This is all part of it. Right? I met a woman when I was in Portsmouth two weeks ago. Lovely woman she was. And the, the husband is well blessed to have her in her life, his life. And the Lord brought me on her path, right, to speak to her about how much he loves her, right, because she was asking questions about the Lord, the Lord that she sent me in. Sent me to Portsmouth to do that. That's what I got, that's what I sent to my hometown for, to do that. And I went down the beach and I was just guided by the Spirit to get to a certain place opposite the hovercraft, this massive hovercraft that comes in. And I got chatting to this woman for nearly two hours and it was amazing. Absolutely amazing how we spoke about everything. And I was answering the questions that she had. And the Lord is with her. And the husband, well, I won't mention his name, it's not fair, but he's well blessed to have her in life. And it's very rare that I come across a woman that's like that. Right? And she had really good standards and values. And you could see it. She didn't take the vaccine. All the ones that I get sent to haven't taken the vaccine. Right? And you, what, you look at the ones who took the vaccine, the ones who didn't, two totally different types of people. The ones who did are the ones that would bow down to Satan, like the, the three men that wouldn't bow down in the book of Daniel 3, verses 16 to 30. Them three men would not bow down to that king, right? no matter what you threaten them with. And he said, if you don't bow down to me, I'll throw you in the fiery furnace. I'll throw you in that massive furnace. He says, no, our God will deliver us. And even if he doesn't, we're not bowing down to you. Look how many people in the pandemic bent their knee to Satan, taking that vaccine. You call yourselves brothers and sisters of faith of Christ. You betrayed Jesus by bending your knee to Satan. I speak so passionately about this because that's what it is. It's betrayal to the living God. If you had any faith, and the book of James talks about faith, if you had any faith, you would never have bent your knee to Satan and you would have trusted in God to take care of you and your family. But instead you bent your knee. You're finished. You're done. Because you're a coward. Look at the ones who didn't. Look at the ones who didn't take that vaccine, trusting God. Look, they're totally different people to the ones who did, Christian or not. That's the difference. It's amazing. And I just want to get all this out today because it's been boiling up in the sense that I've had to get this out. And in the end, Jesus wins. Jesus already won. When he died on that cross, he beat Satan. Satan thought he beat him. No. Jesus won. When he was buried and rose again from the dead three days later, he conquered death. Those who believe in him have eternal life. And that's what Satan wants to tell the world, that he's the king of this world. Yeah, he is for a time. He was given that authority from the beginning. right? But his, his lease is coming to an end. His time's coming to an end. And all of you out there that live in sin, you lie and you gossip and you slander and you fornicate and you, you walk with Satan and you, you cause mayhem and you try to upset people. All of you people are walking with Satan. You're going where he's going. The lake of fire you're not going to heaven i bet there are people where i live on my street that think they can do what they want and get to heaven what because you're a catholic because you were born in that church because you were baptized as a baby where's it saying scriptures which the catholics get their scriptures from that being christians as a baby is biblical because it's not 
you've been lied to. Right? If you're not born again of water and spirit and change in your spirit, following Jesus and repenting of your sin, acknowledging Jesus as Lord and Savior in your life, you are going to hell. Hell is a prison. Then you'll be taken before God's for judgment and all the filth you've done in your life against people is poured out in front of him. And then he sends you guilty and he throws you in the lake of fire. That's how severe this goes. This is how severe this whole situation is. No matter what people do against me as a man of God, I accept that because I'm an evangelist. <coughs> Excuse me. And most people I've met say, we're all, we're all evangelists. Well, really, where does it say that in Scripture? Because in the book of Peter, it doesn't say that. It makes it very clear that you have to be called by God to be an evangelist. You have to be called by God to be a pastor because of the qualities that you have. Being an evangelist, you have to be assertive, you have to be direct, prepared to take a beating spiritually and physically. That comes back from my background as a former soldier and my personality. I've met a lot of people that are not evangelists. We are all called to witness, and witnessing is totally different. Witnessing is like anyone who's in Christ saying that this is what Jesus has done in my life, this is what happened before, that's witnessing. We're all called to do that. But you have to be called to be an evangelist, a pastor, a teacher, a prophet. God called you to that role. He can give you many callings, but you have to be called to it. And it gets confirmed through pastors or leaders or preachers. Whoever you meet, God will confirm that. But if you're doing it yourself off your own strength, you will fail. Satan will send an agent in to take you out. And I've met someone who claimed to be an evangelist, and he was over in Cyprus, I think it was, preaching. And he sent this guy in who was an agent of Satan who tore him to pieces. And he was a nervous wreck when he got back. And I had to tell him, the Lord sent me in to speak to him, to say, look, God loves you. And we got to the bottom of what his calling was, which was worship. He was fantastic. I think, he was, I think, he, I think his instrument was a guitar or or something like that, and it was just fantastic. And I said, that is your calling. The Lord wants you to do that. And he was just over the moon because his pastor wouldn't tell him that. Because a lot of people are not spiritually led anymore. A lot of these modern churches, now I understand why non-Christian people look at Christianity and think hypocrites. Yeah, but you're a hypocrite as well. So Jesus mentioned this about judgment. Those who judge will be judged by the same measures you use. And this is in the book of Matthew. Be very careful how you judge because God will judge you, right? Yes, you're right. There are a lot of hypocrite Christians out there who say they're Christians. Yeah, but you can tell the difference between a true believer and a false believer. Right? And God will lead you to these people if you want to repent of your sin. <clears throat> it's like, uh, I use the word moron because it describes someone who's stupid. In the book of Proverbs 12, it talks about people who are stupid. And the book of Proverbs 15, people are gullible. So someone recently said that uh, maybe I should convert to being a Christian evangelist. No, sorry, idiot. And I use the word idiot. This is a stupid person again. Uh, you don't get called. You don't convert to becoming a Christian evangelist. That's a calling within Christ. You have to be a Christian first. And only being born again, you are a Christian, which Jesus says in John 3, 5. Anyone can wear the T-shirt. Anyone can say, I'm a Christian. Yeah, that's great. But when it comes to judgment day, you're not getting in. Jesus talks about this in the book of Matthew. Matthew 25 and on. On that, on that day, he will separate the truth from the false. And the false are cast into the lake of fire. So you can say as much as you want and try and convince yourself that you're a believer. But if he hasn't called you, in John 6, 4, 4, Jesus says, no one comes to me unless the Father sends him first. If the Father hasn't sent you to the Son, you're not saved. You're not going to heaven. Game over. This is hope that you are born again. And I pray for all of those out there. <coughs> believers prepare for what's ahead of you i've been told in this year march april something big is happening in march april 2024 right something very big is going to happen 
and then the Lord has told me to prepare for it. A lot of people I've met are saying the same things that are written in the faith. And there are hard times ahead of you, brothers and sisters. You have to endure. You'll have to get on your knees, pray, stay close to the Lord. And if you endure, you'll be there to the end. As Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 13, those who endure to the end will be saved. In other words, if you don't endure to the end, you are not saved. So straight away, that shuts down the Calvinist who believes in once saved, always saved. Sorry. If you belong to Jesus, you'll stay there to the end. If you don't, you won't. It's as simple as that. Please, brothers and sisters, read the scriptures. And I always recommend the New King James Version that was printed in 1982. That's my Bible. All the way up to the year 2000. Very accurate. If you're in America, obviously, NIV, ESV. God will speak to you about all that anyway. And I pray that all of you will stay close to the Lord because hard times are ahead. For you unbelievers, please repent of your sin. You may laugh, you may think this is all a joke, right? But the reality is the world has turned upside down. The things I've said in this from the beginning you can't argue with and it's going to get worse. And if you don't repent, you will go to hell. Don't think for one second that you can walk and live in evil, right? And get away with it. You're not going to get away with anything. Every human on this planet on this planet, in history, everywhere, is going to answer to my Lord Jesus. I promise you, I guarantee it, that you're going to answer. And I pray that you repent of your sin and I'll see you in heaven. You may not right now want to see me in heaven, that's fine, but I want to see you. Even the people on my street that have been completely wicked, specifically one individual, I totally forgive him, 100% in my heart, because I look behind him, there's something else going on there. And I've never had anything against a guy, ever. And I pray that he repents. I pray that his soul is saved. Because if he's not, the eternal suffering that waits for him, I don't want for him or anyone. And that's the truth. No one does want that. No matter what you, someone's done to you, you don't want them to suffer like that. Because it's forever. It's not, it's not for five minutes. You're thrown into a lake of fire. It's eternal suffering. It's eternal for a reason. That you don't get away with it. So many false Christians believe that you just disintegrate into powder. No. Re re read Revelations 14 verse 9. About those who take the mark of the beast. Who are believers he's talking to. Right? The smoke of their torment rises forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Well that should tell you something shouldn't it really? You know the Bible makes it very clear. You have a soul. Escalastes 12.7. Makes it very clear that when your body dies. Your body goes back from the ground it came. And the soul returns to the father who gave it. So the soul. The spirit. Goes back to the Father. Yeah, in heaven. Right? If you're a believer. If not, your soul goes to hell, mate. But it's, it's, it's a soul. It's eternal. Your soul doesn't just disappear. But that's what the Mormons believe. That's what the Jehovah's believe. That you're, you sleep in the ground. No, it's a lie. I want to get involved in the Mormons and Jehovah's. I've done a podcast on them already. But they are not Christians. Mormons and Jehovah's are not Christians. Catholics, some Catholics are Christians. But they're caught up in the system. The majority of it is not anymore. The early church, I imagine, was fantastic. And the Lord spoke about that. They were very dedicated. But it's religion. And religion destroys man's relationship with God. So I'm going to end it there. It's been a bit longer today. But I need to get a lot of things out. And I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, for the people that listen to this, Lord, that they take on board the warnings that you've given through this. Father, I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name. That people are woken up to realise what's going on. To stand by you, Jesus. To know that this world has fallen. This world has fallen and falling away. That, Lord, you will resurrect the people from the dead, the living, and bring them to your bosom, Father. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, Father, that people are woken up about what's going on. That many hard times are ahead. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name. 
But Lord, all those who are in you love you, Lord, as I do. And I pray for their salvation. I pray that, Lord, you brought them home, that we're all together honouring you. And Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, I pray. Amen. God bless you all. Bye.